0: hello everybody and uh welcome to the thing about it an ongoing family conversation touching on a wide range of topics um usually we be discussing you know anything in society and pop culture and media um I am Greg Enemy and I am joined by my mom.
1: Hi, I am Donna Jackson. And my um,
0: and my brother.
2: Hey, I'm Duane, Duane Henry. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, so usually we just come in um kind of like in a in a few different areas, but we all like to connect on online and just discuss some things. Um so and we never really come in here with no like ideas or, or any topics that we wanna like tackle. We just kinda let the conversation go wherever it goes. So uh I don't know guys, uh I didn't have anything particular to talk about. I don't know if you guys did.
1: Warning.
2: Um I did just a little. Bit. Uh-huh. I know we could go and I know we can go deeper and further into it. I'm gonna get transparent again this week. Um my girlfriend started a new job uh-huh. and she currently doesn't drive, but she's close enough to where she can walk back and forth. And I was so, I mean, it's a cool thing. I don't even have to like get up and drive her to the work. I don't, I don't let her walk at night though. That's just not cool.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Um, but the first day, some random motherfucker said some obscene shit to her, mm-hmm. which made her shook. And then, and it should, I mean, I don't think that, Someone randomly saying something fucked up to you I don't know the exact quote of what he said But he said something You know how motherfuckers do Hey, bitch, you got a nice ass da-da-da-da. Right, right, right And um, it may be because I'm a man And I'm like, shit, I want that nigga's ass But I can't do it because I'm here Um, But it really got me thinking Because I have been a man my whole life
3: Mm-hmm
2: and I haven't felt that way of how to, as a woman, decipher those situations because my my agenda is acting like "fuck you, nigga" or fight them or whatever. But like as a woman, you, I won't say you can't, mm-hmm. but
0: it's a little I'm different, t- yeah. Yeah,
2: it's a different dynamic.
0: Yeah.
2: And like for so for the rest of the week, I've just been thinking about like putting myself in a woman's position, whether that be in. Uh, work or just out in public or just anything like that because i don't like sensitive if i don't have to be insensitive if that makes sense mm-hmm. like if i like if there's something that i can't sympathize with i just can't sympathize with that's fine i'm i can live with that but if i can try to then i will i'll try to put myself in my person's shoes and understand how that feels
3: mm-hmm.
2: um but beyond that, like I, I gave her one of my actually I can't say that on Air what I gave her. Yes. But I will say that she's fine. <laughs>
1: well since I'm the only representative of uh the the female gender. Are you guys still there? Okay. Yeah. 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 Then um as far as like incidents like that, uh I'm glad that you're uh, you know, trying to make sure she gets makes it home safe tonight. It it can be an issue. Um, it just all depends on how far it goes and how much it escalates. If it's just like somebody saying something random and ridiculous, you could just play them off and just keep on walking, you know. But if it goes from there, I deal with it however it comes to you. Generally, it's not bad. Um, you know, being a woman all of my life, I can say <laughs> that, um, you know, you get used to it. From an early age But but the
2: the shitty thing is like That's Like that's just shit I get used to Constant disrespect and constant Like belittling Pretty much
1: Well you just This is the way I look at it I just take it for what it's worth And I just uh, Person that is uh, Based on what they say and I just keep, I, ba- basically, my motto is just be about your own business, you know. That's true. Uh, just don't get involved if, ne- you know, if you don't have to get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, generally, they'll go their own way and mess with somebody else. But like I said, if it goes, if it if it escalates from there, then you'll handle that accordingly, just depending on how much it does. And generally, it doesn't. Usually, if somebody says something, you just play them off and keep going. Basically, that's what I yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, but I don't feel um, like I'm attacked or anything like that. And
2: I get that. Because well, people say stuff. Well, I'll flip it. Then I'm going to ask Greg, I'm going to ask you a question, and then Yo, I'll up? flip it around. What's up? Yeah, flip it. Because in my shoes and in your shoes of having a girlfriend, um, when things like that do happen, how do you feel about it?
0: Well, I don't know, man. Like, it, I honestly, it's never really happened to me in a lot of ways. Uh, I don't know. So, like, I've never really had to directly deal with that. Like, directly, things. like, directly.
1: Well I, well, I just want to piggyback on that. Uh, like, if you guys were at like two opposite ends of a room, but you were somewhere together, yeah, and like yeah. somebody like stepped up to her or something or whatever, do you feel like you got to rush in and try mm-hmm. to, you know, I'm no. with her? But, no, no um
2: no. No. i trust i trust that my woman um i trust that we're good you mm-hmm. I don't, know i don't need to run in there and be like hey motherfucker not trust that we're fine like and she can have male friends she can have as many conversations with dudes as she wants to that that i feel like trying to handcuff someone my mo- my motto when it comes to relationships is i'd rather lose a person because i was too relaxed then try to handcuff him down so hard and yeah. then I push and then I push them away. Yeah. Mm. Because I don't want I don't want them to get pushed away because I'm being a piece of shit. That just doesn't make sense. So no, if somebody stepped to her, even on some, hey, how you doing? What's your name? What's your number? Mm. Shit, I trust that she'll be like, sorry, my I'm over, I'm with that yeah. motherfucker.
0: Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which has usually happened. Does
1: yeah. that happen? Has that happened to you Greg, before,
0: correctly? Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. That's happened to me before. It just it didn't really affect me. I I feel like if you get really jealous about those situations, y'all ain't straight. Like <laughs> there's something wrong with you guys. Cause if someone were to get jealous about like I talk to a lot of women, I have a lot I don't no, I won't say a lot. I have a select few female friends, because I don't call that many people friends. Right. But I have a select few people who are my friends who are females and I can go over their houses talk to them, go places with them, go out to eat with them, and there's nothing there. And that, mm-hmm. and that's her agreement with you know, There's nothing there. I just actually enjoyed was company and their conversation. That's it.
1: Is that a slippery slope?
2: I don't believe so.
1: Gregory, what do you say?
0: It can be, but no, not... What, how,
1: huh? Exp- expound on that. How what, can it be a slippery slope?
0: I mean, like, it just kind of depends on the person. Like, sometimes people it just kind of depends like some people can handle that kind of interaction and some people um just can't you know like they they get around those type of people and they kind of forget uh everything relationship yeah yeah exactly
2: i like the reason why i just say like it's not well maybe okay maybe i'm being a little naive to the fact of a lot of people in this world cheat on their spouses and yeah dogs. yeah <laughs> the problem with it to me is that i have like in my head and i guess like in life, like we're good like mm-hmm. what happens elsewhere i like i love that she can go out and go do something with her friends or go out and go do this and go do that without me because I'd rather have I, I want us to both have full lives and then we have a full life together and then everything's great like both of our are full of stuff as opposed mm-hmm. to like the in the middle is full of all the stuff we do and then outside of each other we have nothing
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I want that. so and like, like the thing I just said earlier like I'd rather give her all the experiences in the world and just and like not Really care about trying to hamper or damper on those experiences, I want you to do as much as you can. be as much as you can
1: I have a, a little something to insert it it's related to this relationship issue. um I was thinking about this this week for some reason. You never see a group of guys sitting around talking about the 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 men who've come in and taken their woman, but you will hear of a group of women sitting around talking about the women who came in men or they're men left to be another woman and i was thinking about that i was like well why is that
2: um because men and this is kind of fucked up and weird to say but most men treat women as like a thing and if mm-hmm. someone takes yeah. your trophy if someone takes it from you you don't want to talk about that like, if you get robbed, you're not going to tell everybody I got robbed because it just <laughs> makes you look like you're weak. It makes you look like you can't hold on to what you got.
1: Okay. Right, right. So men don't talk about it.
2: So we, no, no, no. It, a man will never admit that he, he broke up one. Like, I mean, I've sat in barbershops many a talk about when they got with somebody, but niggas will never admit, like, that somebody uh, left them. S- yeah, like, they'll say, like, we we parted ways, but you know I'm gonna go get another bitch next week. Yeah, da, yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah. But they'll never admit that. Hey, I just I'm hurt and I'm fucked up because we had a good thing and I don't know what I'm gonna do next.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: Like that vulnerability is such a difficult thing for most men. I'm a, I'm just a vulnerability thing because I don't show that much emotion, and it's not that I'm trying to be tough. It's just I don't have emotions. Like I'm as much as I would like to, I just don't have them anymore.
0: <laughs> it's okay. true. I can't I, like no, I kind of feel what you said because i be it, feeling like that sometimes too. It's
2: tough. Like I'm a, and this may this may go to something it may, it's a little deep, but like um it's tough because like during like uh Big Mom's passing, I wanted to cry.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I wanted mm-hmm. to cry really bad. And I don't know why I couldn't. I don't understand why I couldn't take myself to that point and do it. It's difficult because I want to, but I just can't do it.
1: Maybe you're in a coping place.
0: I don't know. I didn't really want to. The Thing is, like, I didn't really feel like the situation warranted that. Like, I feel like you know, it, if she was like younger, then I could see that. But she was like, like she lived a full life, and like there was no. Nothing that I felt like I could actually grieve for. You know, if you you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like it it's too it's too I uh, can't even figure out like the words I'm trying to trying to use.
2: And and that's how I came to grips with it. I'm a, I'll 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 piggyback on what you're talking about. I came to grips with it in myself that way.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But um seeing mom and seeing grandma go through it like that yeah that's what made me wanted to do it like i just felt ah, it in myself, see. I see. and i and i don't mean to like pull up some shit because i don't want to i don't want to go through all the emotions like, seeing like the people who i really love go through anything it makes me want to i just don't know how to do it anymore
0: well like i feel like you might just need to like have some kind of experience that makes you hit on some subconscious level those emotions that you don't think are there
2: anymore. You know what? I'm a, I am a have been lying cuz they're there. They're, um oh. They're there. Uh last time I cried, um shit. It was recent. It was uh Well, it wasn't that recent. It was probably it was the closest one you're getting. And okay. it was because I I had fucked up in my relationship and I know I fucked up. Mm -hmm. And I was being, I was being an asshole for no reason. I Mm -hmm. was treating uh, my girlfriend like shit. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And and the worst part about it is like, you do that unknowingly because first, you're around that person all the time. Mm -hmm. And when you're not thinking about it, you just treat them like shit because the times that you're like at home is supposed to be relaxing, but the rest... So every time that we would have a conversation, I would be more snippy and I would treat her like shit. Mm. So after a point, I felt really, really bad about it and I broke down and I did cry and I explained to her that I'm fucked, that I'm sorry and everything like that. And I remember that was the last time I cried, but but the the amount of emotion that had to run through me for me to cry right there was a lot. Like it just, it had, like it was a buildup more than spurt of the moment i just cried right
1: mm-hmm. it was basically yeah something yeah. that you were going through
2: i was going through something at the time like just with life mm-hmm. and then with that too like i was trying to make sure that that was okay so balancing the two was becoming more stressful more stressful and that was what brought the out. Mm-hmm.
1: and do you think you can sometimes just like overthink things sometimes Sometimes. Yeah. Cause that was kind of a sad topic that we were going to discuss at some point, but like put too much pressure on yourself to be yeah. like a perfect this and a yeah. perfect that. Yeah. yeah I can see that. Um, put too much pressure on yourself with too many things that you need to accomplish and be yourself. If you don't quite live up to your expectations and, um, and that causes stress and frustration uh,
2: your your own expectations are a motherfucker like yeah man, i had to
1: I had to learn that i had to learn that number 1 i was the of myself and that i was uh putting too much pressure on myself um and i was um internalizing it terribly nobody in the world could beat up on and it was unhealthy and mm-hmm. i had to free myself of that and say, um, and give myself some room to be human and to uh, be fallible and to put off some things that I couldn't handle at that moment and, and allow myself the time, uh, you know, to get in, to to, to do it in a, in a time when it was better. It's not like, you know, procrastinate. It's just that I had this ongoing to-do list in my head that I was never able to just
2: Check off. Give up yeah. to, yeah. yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, I, it's
2: a double-edged sword. And I'll say, because there's nothing like self-motivation. Mm-hmm. Like, when you when you drive yourself to do something and no one else is telling you to do it, but you are just like, I'm going to get this shit done. Mm-hmm. Like,
4: mm-hmm.
2: there's nothing like that. Because you can blaze through anything if you're if you're so confident in yourself and motivated But it's a double-edged sword because that self-motivation can turn on to trying to push yourself and stress yourself out over the same thing that you're trying to motivate yourself through. Like that's actually been an issue of mine. I've been vacillating throughout the years is like, I'm very confident in myself to do whatever comes up. right? But with that um, it can turn on me really quick to where I'm not even motivating myself and more just beating the shit out of myself because I didn't do everything I wanted to. It's just, So it's just a weird balance that I try to strike with motivating myself and beating up on myself to try to get through things. I try to stay more on the motivation side, but sometimes it turns to the other one.
1: Yeah, and I don't think, um, like I said, I don't think that's a really healthy uh, place to uh, find yourself in. Um, I think you have to, uh, like you have mercy on other people, you have to have mercy on yourself oh, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? And back off a little bit and say, yeah. you know, beating up on this person, you know, um, that's that's basically my thing. And I had to learn how to do that over a period of time. It wasn't something that I just, you know, uh, came into early. I had I th- to learn that over the years. I think that has yeah. something
2: to do with just in general loving yourself. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I, I so love too. I love myself. So I know when I'm not myself. Like we'll, me and me will have a conversation mm-hmm. and we'll sit down and be like, look. I know you tripping. Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know you are tripping right now. You need mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, break it down, back off, do whatever you got to do, but mm-hmm. take some of the stress out. Like, yeah, take it. a nap. Yeah, do
1: whatever.
2: My number one is play video games. I, always, I yeah whatever. I, no, I just think every everybody needs that, like that one thing that no matter even if it makes you because video games always like take the stress off. Sometimes it puts more on. Yeah,
0: that's true
2: but then it put like it just like relieves it all at once I don't know how to explain that, but like sometimes I get so involved in a game that like I'm on an app on my phone trying to check stuff, reading like I'm I'm reading different things to better and like I do, I involve myself so much into it that it actually adds stress, but it keeps my brain moving which eventually relieves stress.
0: That's yeah. Like That's
2: I I love having my Brain do things, puzzles, all that chess, mm-hmm. checkers, board games anything. So when it comes to that that relieves stress it's not the games per se, it's just my brain doing stuff.
1: I think so yeah I know exactly uh, what you're saying do you do you guys think you're better uh, under a deadline or when you have a deadline that's way far away from you and you have time to build up to whatever it is you have to do how I do you just, function?
0: Yeah I don't do well with deadlines at all like <laughs> <laughs> do you give yourself any or <laughs> No, like <laughs> it's like I don't like doing that at all. It it never really like works out the way I think it's gonna work out. Like if I give myself a specific date to finish something on, then that day mm-hmm. comes and I'm not finished, then like it's like, well, oh well, that deal didn't work.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I don't
1: um... know. So, so, what, what which, which do you prefer when the deadline is like far out in you know in the future, or when it's like tomorrow?
0: So the, far in the future,
2: yeah. then I got. Oh, I'm gonna disagree, kind of, because I like when the deadline's far off, but I work better when it's close. Okay. Because my job, like every day uh, when I go to work, I have to meet like three deadlines. Like I have, I have to finish things by this certain time, this certain time, this certain time. Mm-hmm. And I work really good and efficient because I know I have to budget out each hour. So like this hour, I need to be doing this. If I'm not doing, this, then I need to be doing this. Like my because my brain shuts it up like that. Mm-hmm. I like working like that. I well, let me back. I don't like it but I work really efficient when I have deadlines. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily like it. Like I like to have something where like, we need to get this done by June. And I'm like, okay, I'll and I can do that. But I work really, really good when I'm under the gun, like get it done. Mm -hmm.
1: I tend to do that too. uh, A lot working under the gun. Um, I give myself maybe a few days out, but um, if the deadline is, Way in the future, I'll dilly dally around until it's a few days away. Yeah,
2: that's (laughs) I, I, because it's in the future, I think, okay, since that deadline's way out there, I have other deadlines in between there. I I have other things I could be doing in between there while I'm kind of thinking about that, but I'm not really putting my whole focus on it. Mm -hmm. Because time is a motherfucker, time runs fast. Man, you ain't lying oh my god yeah yeah time is a mother like i you only have so much time to budget like today i was um i still have to go to the gym today and i um and the walking dead comes on night. so like i need to do things but i'm making sure that i come here to do this because mm-hmm. this is like this is i was prioritizing my day I was like this is number one priority because i really want to do this mm-hmm. yes and then everything else kind of fell in behind that. And then certain things didn't fall through. Certain things did. So we'll still have to figure it all out. Mm-hmm. But I still want to go to the gym today because you got to. You got to get in there and grind.
1: I see. That's or. not my thing, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah, that's not my thing. But I did get some walking in today. So that's that's that's
2: part. that See, I believe that, every, I that it's not even the gym per se. Um. Actually, what me I was talking to you about earlier is, I don't believe that like you should just have a weight loss goal or a physique goal or anything goal when it comes mm-hmm. to working out or getting fit or living more healthy. Actually, I was like, like, I change how I eat and I'm just gonna eat like this forever. I'm just gonna eat better forever. I'm going yeah. to. I'm gonna constantly. If I'm not in the gym every day. I'm going to constantly be doing something just because I want to live like I just want to live a long, good life. Mm-hmm.
1: I like it. I like it. I think that's a good idea. And I'm glad you caught on early. And then if you ever veer away from it, then that'll be the standard that you'll always be trying to love to from here on out. Yeah. So It's yeah, good that you exactly. established. that. In your life,
2: because we black and heart disease. Shut up, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <real>. <laughs> know that. straight
1: up oh, man, what? diabetes, all that stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's real. So I gotta stay. I, I gotta stay on the other side.
1: That's smart, though. That is smart, and I think a lot of young people um, should try to uh, take that in consideration. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I had to catch up with you. If you don't, you know, but. Just do, do what you can. Just yeah. do what you can. Do what you can. And don't be so hard on yourself, once again. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing.
2: Um, when I started going to the gym and I, like, missed a day, mm-hmm. I just, like, feel so bad. Like, I missed school or something. Like, I just felt so, like, bad myself. But then I was like, man, I ain't trying to be, like, no bodybuilder. I ain't trying to be, like, no on the front cover with, like, washboard abs or nothing. Nigga. I'm just trying <laughs> to live. Right. So I'll Yeah, dead. straight up i will one or two days a week and just be fine with it. I wanted to sit at home and watch Netflix and do nothing. And that's fine.
1: Which sounds wonderful. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Which
1: sounds wonderful. Yeah, you have to go with the flow a little bit and um, and just let things happen naturally.
2: And I don't believe you should judge people for what they do. Like, I love that you go walking. Go walking all the time. That's what you need. I do. You need to do something. Mm-hmm. But, I want you to do what you can and when mm-hmm. you can. we all ain't got the time to do everything like again, I barely have time to go to the gym tonight. I'm probably going to be going at like ten or eleven mm-hmm. if right. I do go, but i if I can fit it in, then I will, but I just the culture of fitness is a, is very weird. The people who are fit don't bring people in, and the people who aren't fit don't go in don't go in. <laughs> be embarrassed yeah <laughs> so like that and yeah. then there's a and there's a lot of middle ground in the world not just america but just like in the world there's a lot of middle ground of you're not super fit but you're not overweight and you're mm-hmm. kind of sitting in the middle mm-hmm. people in the middle don't know which way to go and go to the weight side because it's easier yeah it's I a lot easier to sit and eat or sit and do whatever and not go give yourself an hour 15 minutes 45 minutes If I go by myself, it'll take me 15, 20, 30 minutes to just knock out a workout real quick. Mm -hmm. And it's not even that much of my day for trying to um, make my life healthier. So I I just believe like fitness shouldn't be a chore. It should just be like, it should be another thing. It should be brushing your teeth, washing your Mm -hmm. face. Yeah. Just running for a little bit. Like it should just be part of your day.
1: So Gregory, did you get out today? Oh man, I usually get out a
0: lot. Like yesterday um I walked around quite a bit, you know, because I just walked to the grocery stores and walk to like the butcher shop and walk to like just like little stores around the area a lot. So
2: And see that's good enough.
0: Yeah, and I usually like walk to and from work. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty much walking like every day for the most
2: part. Yeah, like and that's another like that's good enough. Like it doesn't have to be an hour a day, lifting weights you could do that as long as you're trying to stay active and trying to stay moving. Mm-hmm. That's what life is all about.
1: I think so too. Cause there's so many chance occurrences yeah. that happen, uh, that you, you weren't aware of, or you didn't know what's going to happen. And it's kind of fun and it's, it's wonderful to interact too. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Uh, with people. So I do that all, the, I do that all day. It's part of my job anyway, but, but yeah, yeah interacting with people and, and just kind of you know, shooting the breeze and, and, and enjoying those interactions. I think that's what makes uh, the day go by. And that that's what makes things enjoyable for me personally.
2: Chance encounters. I don't like them. <laughs> you
1: don't? <laughs> um. I like it. It feels like you're on stage in a way. It feels well, like yeah, everything is It's really is tight, man. I
0: had no, a well, well, recently, and it was pretty cool.
2: Well, yeah. I don't like running like into... Like a
1: people. running documentary. Going, through.
2: I don't like running into people because like, I like to prepare what I'm going to do before I run into you. It's weird. Yeah. I see what you're I'm saying. very weird yeah, about it, was... but like, I've, like if I run into somebody and I'm like, oh, shit. I don't, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, I don't know where to go. And I'm very good on my feet with people I don't know. When with people who I know, and they want to like talk and chit chat, I'm very like standoffish. Like, um, hey, I don't know how much information I need to give you because I don't remember last time <laughs> we met. So
1: <laughs> I have a thing with that. I have a I have a thing. I've off. off- wanted to ask this question Go. when you're in the grocery store and you see somebody you haven't seen in a long time and you say hey hey how you doing what's going on everybody like oh everything's cool blah 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 and then once you're done doing that thing then mm-hmm. you just want to shop and it's like you don't want to see them anymore <laughs> in the you store keep, like,
0: you keep like seeing them in different aisles stuff and and you don't
1: want to see them Kinda why like... is that
2: <laughs> Okay, wait. What, oh.
1: what is wait, that wait. thing that makes you not want to see them
2: wait I'm going to explain this Away. first please, please. in that first in that encounter i would not say shit
1: well you have to say no hi. no no
2: i wouldn't they would have to say hi to me or i would act like i don't know who the fuck they are let's just be, like i would like i wouldn't i see people who i'd known from high school all the time and i'm like oh that motherfucker i know them i'm not gonna talk to them
1: i so just do don't you feel- try to duck behind the uh cereal aisle no
2: or- no i don't try to duck um if they see me they can inter- they can talk to me, but okay. i don't i don't start that conversation because it's kind of um it's a weird um
1: what is that
2: well no, it's kind of a, like it's a weird uh, uh humbling thing that I do mm-hmm. I don't believe that they know who i am, like I don't believe that y'all remember me like that, so we I mean, try I, to
0: do that too yeah yeah
2: like i mean and it's it's a it's a like it's kind of like a humble brag like I don't think that you know who I am anymore, or I don't think that you remember me. And then if they do, I'm like, oh shit. Hey.
1: Okay. So let me ask you guys this. So in, in the scenario that I laid now, out there, now, does, does everybody feel awkward after you get do, get done with your hellos and, and not want to see them anymore? Cause that's how I feel.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What about you? Yeah. To an extent, I guess. Um, why but,
1: is that like if you see them in the produce section and you say your hellos and then when you get to the frozen food and you see them at the end of the aisle you're like oh I don't want to see them no more <laughs> what is that I don't know
2: You, cause you because you came to the grocery store alone mm-hmm. and then by default you have someone there who you know and it's kind of weird like because you came alone mm-hmm. and then you leave I won't say leave uh, together but because, you like, when I go grocery shopping, when I'm by myself, I usually have my headphones on or something and I'm just kind of doing my thing. I don't really mm-hmm. need I've – worked, I've worked in grocery stores, so I don't need help finding shit. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm usually doing my thing and I'm by myself. And then the only person I really talk to is, like, the cashier at the end. Okay. And I shoot the shit, whatever. But, so, when I come in and then I see someone else who I know, it just makes it, like, it just makes it weird because – Now I'm, I'm like, people know that I'm here. Mm. I don't is know like what I...
1: etiquette thing is it a is it a is it a social etiquette thing where you're trying to not be rude and, and and you're not really interested in having a long interaction, you came for something else and it just feels like oh I just want to leave. I, I you know I don't know what that is. I don't I haven't identified it yeah, yet.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that is either. But that's an interesting phenomenon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you I hate it. I don't know why.
2: <laughs> but you know what on the other spectrum someone loves it like someone loves running into people it has to be someone out there who like every time they see somebody they run into them and give them a hug and a ha- and a handshake and everything because i know mad people who do that
1: no yeah. i don't i don't mind uh running into people i just don't want to have to keep the conversation going all throughout the store yeah or I, whatever. Feel,
0: I know what you mean yeah i definitely know what you mean
1: yeah, it's just a weird thing. You just want to, like, disappear. You want them to disappear so you can go on ahead and do what you came to do, you know. I don't know what that is, but it's just it's just an awkward social moment. I don't know why I brought it up, but, but yes, it, I thought it fit the conversation at some point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, beyond, like, okay, since we're dipping into social moments. Yes. Um, I, well, I'm going to go into a small pet peeve of mine in social situations okay i don't like when i'm having a conversation with one person and another person just like jumps in and laughs at that joke and then tries to join (laughs) yeah i hate when people like i i I don't even and this is weird i'm very weird when it comes to this i don't even have phone conversations in the same room with someone else because the phone conversations between me and the person on the phone Mm -hmm. and i don't want the other person to overhear stuff and they get the wrong idea because they just overheard my half or something like that
1: Mm -hmm. well sometimes it's hard not to uh jump in if it's something that you're interested in
2: i even if it's shit that i'm interested in i would like to be brought into the conversation not just like hey i know about that too i saw that show last night like i don't even if i even if i hear people saying things that are completely wrong like they got their facts all fucked up uh-huh. I still stay play the sideline and be like, y'all can have fucked up facts. I just yeah, walk man. Away. Like
0: I've, I've noticed, <laughs> Like I started doing that myself, like recently. Just it's it's too frustrating trying to correct people when they're wrong and stuff. like Letting
2: that. people sit in their ignorance is fine to me. Like I can't I can't change the world one person at a time. I gotta change the world a group of people at a time. So this one person <laughs> being stupid ain't gonna help.
0: Yeah, it's not worth <laughs> arguing with that person at all.
1: That is funny. That is really funny. Yeah, you but got, I, I think it's a personality thing. I think certain personality types tend to jump in uh, without even meaning to do harm or anything. I think it's just part of the way that they communicate.
2: It's, it's gross. It just my, you violated my conversation.
1: <laughs> but I think you have to uh, learn how to go with it. That's what I'm learning in life more and more is that you have to learn how to go with situations uh, right off the cuff right off the top of your head so that's be able to handle it yeah
2: see that's where i'm good at. i can bounce off of stuff like, and stuff can bounce off of me it's mm-hmm. when i have to say something is the problem like when i like when i'm well i won't say when i'm supposed to say something mm-hmm. but in that back to the supermarket thing where i'm supposed to talk about myself and i'm like uh stuff's going on like, I'm supposed to, like, say, oh, my like, mama doing good. She doing this. this yeah. says doing good. They doing... Like, I'm supposed to do that. And like I can't. feel in the blanks. Yeah, I can't. Like, I I just go blank when, like, what is going on? Nick, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't. Yeah, it's
0: that really is really hard how... to quantify, like, in, like, a few second pitch to people when you meet them. I, I hate doing that, too.
1: Yeah, and I don't... and I, And I guess that goes back to privacy is, like... You know, I don't feel comfortable divulging a lot of information, Mm -hmm. but up to a certain point, you know, and and then you'll do the whole general everything's fine answer. You know, oh everything's fine, and then that doesn't give them a lot to chew on. But I mean, that's you know, there's
2: people who I work with every single day, and they ask me how is it going every Mm -hmm. single day.
1: Like how's your job?
0: Like it's going to change it was fine way.
2: it was fine yesterday i was good the day before i'm okay that day the day back before that i'm good the day before that like just stop as just on. just ask me how i'm doing on monday and then for the rest of the week
3: That's much think it. that i'm okay yeah, exactly. until you know?
2: i until otherwise because like it's annoying as hell like every single day it makes like it makes my job monotonous in a way to like every single day i'll say someone's like hey how you doing oh good like i try to use a different word like i try to find a different
1: well good wonderful (laughs) but like those those
0: phrases are like little placeholder phrases that the fill the space for the most part you know
2: even though i think so even though during this week i have like i've gone through a couple different things that felt like shit and i was just like uh oh, I don't want to be here today sucks. I hate work. Someone goes, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm fine. Like I don't I don't I don't feel like giving you all of my information right there. Like the people who need to know the stresses and the things that are going on in my life, I sit down and talk to you. Other than that, I hate people who unload on you. Like if I say, "Hey, how you doing?" "Well, my wife left me. Blah, 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 like wait, nigga, I need all that." Yeah, straight up.
1: And I, and I, for some reason, I think it is it, giving away some of your power when you divulge too much. And maybe that's just me. I, I, I just that. feel like it, it, like people can use stuff against you. I don't know why I feel that way, but no, I believe that completely. Yeah, people be- will say, "Remember that time you said oh, yeah, this?" I hate and I'm that. Like, oh, don't, no, don't, don't well, you don't need to know. So therefore, you can never use it against me. Or just
2: on the on a. That's why I don't give people positive or negative things. Like, I don't. This is actually this goes back to what we talked about last week on how I don't like um, posting things on social media, mm-hmm. having a lot of pictures um, of me and my girl because and God forbid. But what if things go south and then everybody in the world has to remind me that we broke up? Mm-hmm. Or everybody in right. the world has. To, like, I don't need that extra pressure. I'm already going through it in my head. You don't have to come and be like, "What happened to such and Then I gotta go through all those emotions again, like, and that's yeah. not even. That's, or it could be we could be going great, everything could be happy, and then somebody who feels like shit wants to come up and be like, "So I saw y'all being happy, and like just some negative <laughs> shit that I don't need." So like, I don't want. I don't want the love, and I don't want the hate. I just don't want any of it.
1: Right, it's too intrusive, or it feels so intrusive in some ways. You know, I don't know, I don't know what that is. Uh, but I think you have to have a healthy balance between your public and your private self. Yeah. I think that's just the goal. That that that's is the goal.
2: That's a gem right there because I I enjoy my private self. Um I was going to say I enjoy my private stuff. <laughs> well, well
1: hey now. Uh, <laughs> oh I hope so. <laughs> Very video, oh, oh lord. I enjoy
2: but I enjoy my private self I enjoy the times that it's just me and I get to like chill with myself or it's just me and somebody else and we just have a good conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like but
1: it doesn't have to be broadcast for the world to Yeah, hear.
2: I don't I don't like actually. I don't like it if you broadcast it. Like, if I sit down and me you have a good conversation and we get a lot of things um, uh, unearthed from like childhood or different things like that, and we have a groundbreaking conversation, and the next thing I do is post it so everybody else can see. It feels like a show. It feels like
0: cheapens it a little bit.
2: Yeah, I didn't sincerely do that. I did that so then people would think that I'm deep, so I get more people to like me because I think that because they think that I'm deep. Like I don't. I just do things because I'm real.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't like that either. I don't like that either. And maybe I think that everybody is trying to be known or popular or famous or something. I think that's just kind of in the air right now.
4: Yeah.
1: People are are, are trying to search for people to like them or something like that. And <laughs> I don't I don't I don't get it, but you know, I understand it. I try to understand it. Yeah, uh, that's, that's definitely what it is.
2: I just I like to keep my circle tight, like, and that's it. Like, I don't really want more than the handful of people I got because it's hard to balance those people. Like the people who I love and the people who are like my family and my friends. Like for real, Mm -hmm. I balance all of their emotions. Like I, when they're going through it, no, I don't want to say when they're going through it, I'm going through it because I I could be fine. But I'm there for them for real. Mm -hmm. I'm not like on some. Really bullshit. Like if a boy of mine his cars broke down, I'm gonna help him out if I can.
3: Mm-hmm. Like
2: if I can, if I can figure something out, we can work something out. I'm gonna help him out if I can. And it's not on some you owe me, my nigga. It's it's on some we all out here trying to struggle, and I mm-hmm. understand. I've been mm-hmm. before.
1: Hmm. Oh, who's that? that? Huh? What's
0: up?
2: Nothing. Um mom actually let's, let's let's bounce this around what is a social pet peeve of yours a social pet
1: peeve of mine uh i think it goes back to what i said prying people who pry
2: people who uh, Oh, yo! shit
1: yeah people who pry a little bit too much um for me personally i mean a lot of people probably don't have a problem with it but um I get uncomfortable. I think if people pry a little bit too much for me and um I just try to cut it off at a certain point and hopefully that's enough yeah. for them. It's definitely enough for me, but I hope you know, hopefully it's enough for them. Do
2: you, do you think that they have some sort of ulterior motive with your information?
1: I think people just like to know dirt so yeah, they can't really think it's spread it around. That. Yeah,
0: like it's I think people just are curious and it just kind of drifts into other aspects of their of things that they want to know they like want to know a lot of stuff about people that mm-hmm. they're, they're close to I, but i don't i don't know how malicious it ever malicious it ever is
1: See, people just need conversation fodder to to chew on. And then they say, well, you know, I heard about diamonds. This is this is going on and da, da, da. But see, if I never give you anything, you really don't have too much to chew on. You know,
2: that's but that's a weird thing because I never talk about other people to other people. Me neither. Like Like my I have ever since I've had a cell phone. My rule is if you give me your number. I won't give your number to anyone else. Mm -hmm. And that's just with your information, your whatever. If you give me something, I won't say shit to nobody else but you about it because I just don't like doing that. Like, I don't talk. I'm, and this may sound selfish or self centered, fuck it. Mm -hmm. I'm too cool and too important to me to talk about somebody else when I'm talking to someone, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Like, Mm -hmm. I have so much, I have so many things going on or I have so many things to talk about in my life that for me to sit and talk to somebody for 45 minutes about somebody else is a waste of my time.
1: Or or listening to some information about somebody else.
2: I I don't don't want to hear that either.
1: I don't believe it. If it
2: ain't coming from the horse's mouth, like I just don't fuck with gossip and shit like that. I've never been into drama at work or nothing. Like I don't care. Like if you come to me about somebody else, I'm gonna go to that person and say, "This bitch talk about you," and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like well, I'm cut- gonna some stuff when you no, do that No, I cut myself
1: out of it completely. <laughs> yeah, like, don't yeah like, I don't, I don't want
2: nothing shit. to do it. yeah. yeah don't, like, don't
0: put me in the middle of nothing.
1: Well, Gregory, you seem like a kind of head down kind of person. You don't get involved with a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, I never
0: yeah, I never want to be involved in stuff like that. Like it's too much. It's too much. It's stress, like but...
1: all through school and all through work life and everything, you've never been involved in a lot of stuff nah, like that.
0: Forget all that, man. That's that's goofy. not your thing, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's silly. I don't see the point of it at all
1: neither i don't need i think people just like gossip and they just like information for some reason mm-hmm. and they want to I, I think they just kind of want to humanize you as much as possible but and nigga,
2: i, I and, am a human though like that's the problem i am like i i don't get that like i am a human nigga I, i'm flesh and blood you can see me in, what is the point
1: yeah, but they want to know your foibles and they want to know, you know, when you mess up or, you know, they, they want they want more information on you uh, so that they can see, oh, you're not you think you are all that, but you're really not. Yeah. Like- the,
2: thing, the thing I do is I like to prove that I am all that. <laughs> <laughs> so you can think what you want to, but I like to prove, hey, I am the shit, though. Fuck you. Mm-hmm hmm i'm sorry Greg. go ahead
0: no I, no i was yeah that's pretty much what i was gonna
2: say bam like i don't if you say if you try to find a fault i will go out of my way to show you that that's not a fault of mine like there's not many it could
1: be a fault i I can i can have faults i have faults.
2: oh no i'm it. not No, i was gonna say i i don't have like there's not many things that i consider myself like bad at and if I'm not bad at it, I mean if I'm not good at it, I can get good at it. Yeah. Well, a, I have
1: a I have I, something to add here. I was wondering. Go. How good are you guys at taking criticism? Very. Really? Yeah, pretty good. Gregory? Yeah. Pretty good? Mm-hmm. I'm well um, I'm life. Go ahead. Uh
0: you, cause it's I it's, I think it's a thing about uh kind of I think what we were talking about last last week too. Um people's inability to remove their emotions from things like and you know you know what i mean like whenever there's something that happens and they just make a gut reaction to it like i feel Mm -hmm. like things like criticisms or when people want to like make a uh like a distinction about a person like they kind of want to put them in a box and stuff people get angry about stuff like that because they bring in too much emotion into it and that's just something that I don't really do in in those kind of situations.
1: So when somebody, if somebody comes to you and say, "Hey, man, you did this wrong, you messed up, or something," then it doesn't I'll make you feel the,
0: bad. No, like I use that more as like what it should be used for, like as a, it's a um, learning experience, like
2: it depends
0: to figure out what you like, how you can improve upon stuff.
2: It depends on what that criticism is, mm-hmm. and the reason it, why I say that is if the criticism is valid. Mm -hmm. then I'll take it and I'll chew on it and I'll ingest it. does it make you
1: feel bad. That's what I want to know. No. No.
2: Um, What people say about me or to me doesn't really affect my emotions unless you know me like that. Like, if you're a random person, you can't get me to shake. But if you're someone who knows me, Mm -hmm. um, there's a level of betrayal if you say something fucked up to me. Not criticism, just if you were to say something that's really detrimental to me. Like, you say something about me. I don't know what exactly... Cause I'm very, I'm a hard nut to crack, but I don't know what exactly you could do or say to get me to crack. But when it comes to criticism, there are certain people who don't know what the fuck they talking about. Mm -hmm. And with that, I don't take criticism from them well, because I'm like, I know more than you. So whatever. Okay. And I don't okay. like if I know like if here's if I know what I'm doing and you're telling me to do it the way I'm doing it, I'm just gonna continue to do it the way I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And you can kiss my ass. Like I'm exactly. not, yeah, I'm not gonna change because you want me to change. It doesn't make sense. I'm doing it right. Go somewhere.
3: Yeah. Now yeah.
2: that, that is good. now that's a like I've been told that that's wrong, but it is, but I it's feel it. it's hella wrong, but. Uh, well that kind of goes
1: back to that kind of goes back to people trying to make you into something else than than you really are i mean this is the this is what i'm doing and it works for me um i'm probably not going to change it too much hopefully you can accept it
2: yeah Mm -hmm. hashtag stubborn (laughs) like
1: i'm just yeah i I am
2: i am a rock i am a stubborn rock if i'm and I only say if I'm setting my ways because I love to change. I love to change it up. I change my desk every month. Every month I change up how my desk is done, change up how everything's arranged, just because I need the fr- I need the freshness. I feel that. But when it comes to like if I have a good thing and it's going, and you ask me to fuck it up in the and I like. And this has happened to me multiple times in the particular position I'm in. They've, they asked me to change something. I change it. The numbers go down. I go back to what I was doing. The numbers go up. I'm like, look, i know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> can you just trust. Can you just trust me this one time? Like every time I'm asked to change something, my numbers go down. Everything looks like shit. We get done. We don't get done on time. All these other things. But, if I just go, hey, I'm gonna do it my motherfucking way. I'm gonna go back to what I know how to do. I mm. do it right. The numbers go right back up to where they were, and everything is fine. That, those are the times that I don't take criticism well because you're not telling me the right thing. Mm. I, this is something, all right, this is something I learned at my first job. I don't follow people who can't do the job better than me. Mm. If you can't beat, if like, it's like taking pointers from a basketball player who you can beat. Yeah. Like if you can't beat me on the court, then I'm not gonna follow you. I hate that. Yeah,
1: yeah, because I, 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 you can't get in a lot of sticky situations if there is someone who is appointed to be your superior, and they're just not way as to you. Yes, yeah. that's, that's a hard situation to be in.
2: The thing, well, here's I've ran into those, but the way that I temper it and the way that I get it like to where I need to be is. I kind of level with them, like the like the current superior I have right now, we part- like we don't like each other, but we work very well together because we're both really stubborn and headstrong, so we don't like like we don't like each other, but we work really well, like I'm good, like he gives me my space to do what I gotta do, and got it um okay. i was um I was speaking about how me and my supervisor have, have a good relationship. Yes. because there i was going to say there isn't any criti- criticism but there is but we just respect each other on a he gives me the space to work and he allows me to fail without any like bullshit like mm-hmm. i hate it when like a supervisor or someone like that like sets you up for failure and then gets mad when you fail
3: hmm.
2: like i i like where i'm at right now because i'm allowed to fail and it's on my own it's on my own like if they give me all the tools and if i mess up it's me and i understand that it's me it's not like well y'all didn't give me all the tools in the toolbox no i understand it's me Mm -hmm. granted you nigga don't fail you know what i
1: mean (laughs) i got you i got you yeah. I, I I think it's uh I think that, that we were talking about that before in terms of uh, communication and that um if if you do have a hard time with criticism, then you might have a hard time out here in life, period. Yeah. Uh you you know, you know what, what I mean? Because like if if somebody piss you off over here, you'd be like, I ain't dealing with them no more. If somebody piss you off over there, it's like I ain't dealing with them no more. But it's like at some point you got to just stop and say, okay, let me let me figure out what's going on here.
2: I think that criticism—it's <clears throat> almost like therapy. It's almost like it's telling you something that you already know, and and for someone to someone else to say it only shines light on it again.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But how do you know it's legitimate? You say if it's valid. It could just be their point of view.
2: And see, that's the, that's why I don't take all criticisms. I only, like, I take criticism that um, I feel is valid. And I take criticisms about myself that I feel is valid. Is that a weird, is that a bad barometer to hold it against? Probably. But I don't let people dictate who I am.
0: What do you think is the difference?
2: Of what? like I hold myself to a standard. And then if someone criticizes me on that standard, I can't change certain things about myself. I can't mm. change all of the things about myself. So certain things that they could criticize are just true. If right. that makes sense. Like certain things that you can say, uh, DeWan is loud and that's just true. Like I can't change that. I mean, I can try to quiet down, but Nick, I'm gonna be loud sometimes. <laughs> so like, there are certain criticisms that I can take and go, okay, I need to change my game up a little bit. And there are certain things about the criticisms that maybe it's maybe it is true and maybe that I could change it, but there's certain things about myself that I personally don't think I can change. Like I'm always going to be black. I'm always like, there's just certain things about my certain things about me that you can criticize that can't be changed.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that goes with the whole uh, making you over into somebody else's image of you. Some of this stuff is just here and some of this stuff is just going to be and people are just going to have to accept it.
2: I'll, OK. What, or not. Or All right. Good. I, I want to dip a little bit. And, Please do. And um, this is a this is a weird thing because I was I've had a conversation with a kid who I uh, used to work with and he's black. And he doesn't like black people. Like, he okay. doesn't like black people. All right. Like, like, he... And I... To a degree, I understand. Like, I don't really fuck with niggas like that. Like, I have nigga friends, and I know niggas, but I don't fuck with them like that. Mm. But in general, to cut off black people is a little much. It's a little rash to me. I... Again, like I said, I I... I just don't understand not liking what you are or, well, or, or or seeing black people and not understanding them. So his reasoning behind it is that, um, I don't know, it's very racist. Like, it's very racist. It's that black people are all the loud, brash, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Like, I'm not going to lie and act like a a handful of us are not. Mm-hmm. But it's just... I just don't, like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I grew up a little too Afrocentric when it comes to that. I can't wholeheartedly just say fuck every black person because of y'all black. Right.
1: Well, I, well, from my perspective, uh, just on face value, I have to accept his position. And I have to accept the fact that not only him, but other people like him exist. And they must have a good reason for existing. And uh, he must have a good reason for feeling the way he feels, so I don't take it personally, first of all. Um, um, and I think that he uh has the right to befriend whomever he chooses.
2: And and I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being critical of him because of the stance. And are you I'm trying not, to
1: make him into something that you want him to be? <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: I'm not, I'm not I'm not being critical of I'm not being critical to him because of the stands. Like mm-hmm. I don't like black people. Cause mm-hmm. again, like I I don't really fuck with niggas like that either. But I don't like the stance. I don't like saying I don't like a type of person. Yeah. I can say like I can say I don't like a type I don't I can I don't like a flavor of Kool-Aid. But mm-hmm. there's facts behind that. Taste. I don't like the taste of it. And no matter where you get it, it's gonna always taste like that. But I don't like the I don't like the sentiment of I don't like this thing or this person because they fall under this category.
3: Because their skin is brown. Whether
2: there be a white person not liking black people, whether it be a black person not liking black people, it doesn't matter. That's why this 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 particular case opened like made me think it doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. all that matters is you don't like me because i'm me and the thing is me and the That's kid are. Fine. and the thing is me and the kid are cool like it's not like so he's really well,
1: I, well he just negated himself Go I, ahead. I know but we're, <laughs> yeah. like,
2: we're cool like he contradicted himself because i as much as like as as much as of, of me as i am like i um we're cool we don't have any issues i wouldn't i don't consider many people friends but i don't have any ill will towards them it was just the statement originally made me go, Well fuck you too then, nigga. Like I just don't like people who don't like me because I'm me.
1: Okay, All Gregory, right? what do you say? What we'll say you? Okay, and
4: um
0: what was we talking about again?
1: The, the um the question on the floor was how do you feel about the young man that Duane described and his feelings toward black people?
0: Well, um, I think that's kind of like a, a a sentiment that's been going around a lot. Uh, I, I I saw something recently um, that deals with like black kids that grew up in the suburbs and how they can't really connect with a lot of the i guess stereotypically black things that you know a lot of other people get like the references and... quote quote
2: unquote urban cultures yeah yeah um mm-hmm,
0: so like mm-hmm. they kind of i guess I, w- I would assume grow up with a resentment toward that kind of stuff in a lot of ways
2: or
1: uh, <laughs> alienation from it. yeah yeah so that might...
2: on, on a way i get it because we like I was we were a coin flip away from just growing up in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we were we were right on the cusp of it and I'm glad that we got to live both lives. Um it worked like it helped me so much when it comes to being able to type like walk on the tightrope there. But um I don't like I don't know, man. Like I get it but then it makes me go like, well fuck y'all then. Because those are my people too. Like when I go in the city and I go deep in the city, I go to uh, Jim's Fat Burger and shit like that. Like them is my people too. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna aciditty on them. Like it just it don't make sense to me. And I'm like, I've always uh, this is something that I try to do. I try to speak for myself at the moment that I am right now, at the age that I am right now. So this shit is subject to change, but just how I feel about it. Like, well, fuck you too.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I, I like. So
1: you take it personally.
2: In a way, yeah. In a way, yeah. Like that. You like that. You don't because you don't understand me. You resent me and don't like me.
0: Uh, like, I don't really that, take that personally. I just think I that's kind of like somebody's ill informed, like ignorant opinion. Really.
1: That's and, and he's that, talking about a group.
2: Yeah. That's the that's the part uh, and that you're that
1: I, part of that group.
2: That's the part that I take personally is that. Because you don't understand me, you just say, fuck it. Like, I don't like that. I don't like to be lumped into anything. Mm-hmm. So I take offense to it in a way like, if you just be for this one little thing or just because of something mm-hmm. that you don't understand, you don't like me, that's some bullshit. And you're a bad person for it. It doesn't matter who you are. You're just not a good person for doing that.
1: And then you probably wouldn't want to be friends with him anyway. Yeah. But that's. If he was that close minded, I mean.
2: But that's the point. He's an okay person. It's (laughs) just when I, like, how that came off, I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Like,
1: he's black? First of all, I forget. Is he black? Okay.
2: But, like, the problem was that he's a cool person. Like, I just don't get making that big of a leap because of you had some bad experiences or not even some bad experiences because I don't know his life, but me and him became cool. We became friends. We chit chat all the time. Like it's not even like a big deal, but just that initial thing made me go, okay, that's weird, but okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's, I don't know. It I don't see like, I don't see it as I like the the initial the initial thing i don't see it as he doesn't like black people and he's black i see it as you don't like a certain person for anything so you maybe don't like hispanics because of this you maybe don't like this person because of this but i don't see people as that i see people as people most of the time as
1: individuals I, yeah. Now i'm
2: not i don't want to do the whole i don't see color nigga of course i do yeah like of course i do <laughs> I know how to approach people. I know how to approach if I see a group of niggas, I'm like, hey, what's happening? What's need, My nigga, blah, 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 blah. If I see a group of um white high school girls, I'm gonna say, Hey, hello, how are you doing? And, and the reason and it's not even and the thing is a lot of people look at me crazy, but it's not even for like because they won't understand it. It's just I'm speaking to you in a language that you feel comfortable in. Yeah.
1: Well, I just well well for me, I just speak to everybody I try to speak pretty to everybody the same, same pretty I, I, much I, I mean the only thing is I guess people who uh, maybe don't have English as their first language I speak a little differently to them um sometimes or some people don't speak English at all and I have yeah. to interact with them but so I have to use a lot of hand gestures and things like that but other than that um I try to just speak to everybody uh the same and I, and and it works. It works. Yeah. I don't really change too much. I mean, sometimes there are some cultural references that are thrown in there that maybe only me and the other black person around can get, but, um, uh-huh. but other than that, you know, I think I'm pretty comfortable talking to anybody. Yeah. So
0: far. I yeah,
2: would have so to, to agree. Alright, well, I get, a, I get a, a weird, cheap thrill out of making white people uncomfortable. <laughs> Why? I, it's fun like it's really it's really fun um uh the other day i was at work and i was listening um on my uh on my ipod i was listening to a couple speeches from million man march Mm -hmm. and um i was just doing my thing doing whatever and some guy came up to me and like started trying to get my attention about something else and i was like look white man i'm trying to listen to the million man march (laughs) <laughs>
4: and
2: you look like, real weird, you look like crazy at me, and I was just like, ah, I'll fuck with you, but whatever. I just like making them feel uncomfortable, like anything that you say. like, and, the, and it's funny because you can do it with anything. If you say anything about trying to empower yourself as a black person, white people feel uncomfortable about it.
0: <laughs> but,
1: but is it a real fear, or is it just some inner inner? I don't know, inner,
2: it, inner, I don't, kind of, yeah. No. No, I don't think it's a fear. I just think it's a discomfort. Like, they don't know how to react to it. Right. Like, I, um, um they don't, they just don't know how to react to someone saying, well, a black person saying, I'm black and I like being it. They don't know how to react.
1: Yeah. I wonder, yeah, what is it? Is it, um, like, it's an group thing and so you're not included and so this ain't got nothing to do with you. Like you black, you, you know, you're not black. You wouldn't understand. I heard that before, you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, um, I don't know. I don't, well, no, I do see color. I can't say I don't see color, but, um, I just try to, I just try to deal with everybody according to what it is that they need from me or whatever it is they're asking of me. True. Um, rather than, divide everybody up into groups. I mean there are some distinctions about people in groups and those are what we call stereotypes or whatever. But uh other than that I just I just deal with everybody straight up. What's going on? You know. Hey, yeah. what's up? Yeah. Without a lot of without a lot of pretense that I'm bringing to the conversation.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I think that's because I think that hinders conversation.
1: Yeah, it it just hinders communication when you're when someone walks up to you and they look a certain way if they're wearing headgear associated with being Muslim or if they're wearing natural afro associated with being black. I mean, if you're gonna preload yourself with like all of these connotations and you know stuff uh, about them and you haven't really met them yet, I mean, I think that you're kind of cutting yourself off a little bit yeah and you and, kind
0: of uh ruining your your how expansive it, your definition of a person or a type of people can be like a lot of yeah. times we just lump cer like a particular characteristic onto a particular group of people and we just kind of label them as just that without realizing how diverse they could actually be,
1: which is so fun yeah. uh when you get a chance to interact and you realize that they have some of the same issues that you have and Um, like even for the women who shop at our store who are Muslim, a lot of times the ones who cover themselves a lot, I often wonder. I was like, "Well, can they even wear these clothes, or do they have to have special clothes, or do they go to places that you know Mm -hmm. make things for them?" But they actually do. They, you know, a lot of them shop in regular stores and everything. And um, so, I'm I'm often trying to find out as much about people and their customs or their habits, Mm -hmm. uh, so that I can better serve them. So that, not so that I don't offend them, because if I would offend them, it would just be purely out of my own ignorance. It wouldn't be purposeful. But I, I'm just trying to learn the the habits and some of the particulars about the different ethnic groups that I work with uh, to to better serve them. But as far as like um, speaking to them in a particular way or anything, I, I couldn't you know, do that. That would be too hard. I meet nah. too many different people. All yeah, time. I mean, yeah, yeah
2: I'd, I'd have to change myself and be a rope every <laughs> I'd five have minutes. To
1: do that a lot.
2: Um, no, well, like. I only really actually the funny thing is I only like split it up when I see nigga black people because I know because I'm not going to come in there with the happy, nice shit because they don't want to hear that shit.
1: I don't care. Uh I don't care what they want to hear. I think my position is I'm going to give you me and you're going to have to deal with it.
2: Uh, That makes sense.
1: You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not gonna give
2: you, know, you okay. the
1: kind of me that you want. I'm gonna give you the kind of me that I am.
2: Actually, you know it's funny. You just have to deal with it. It's the other way around. Mm-hmm. I bullshit everybody else but them. When it comes mm-hmm. to when it comes to just like some niggas in the store and I'm like, "Hey, what's happening?" Like that's me. Mm-hmm. But everybody else I bullshit them with the hey how you doing Because I don't like <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't really feel like going through with the rah rah With everybody else but like if it's some people Who like they looking for this I'm like oh I got you is over here Like mm-hmm. that's pretty Actually I do that I do that with most Young people And I mm-hmm. do that with most black people Mm-hmm. A lot of, if you're older and shit, I don't feel like going through all that shit, but if you're young and shit, and I would be like, I'm like oh, okay, I got you, pimp, don't worry about it. So you but you
1: yeah. give everybody else, like, a generic... Whatever. Yeah.
2: And then I level with people who I can level with.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. 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 Gregory, your thoughts?
0: I mean, yeah, that's kind of, I mean, I usually try to speak to everybody the same way, but Usually, it ends up like what Wani was saying. Like, you kind of have to know who you're talking to in mm-hmm. a lot of ways and, and and go from there.
2: I just think you, like I said, I level with the people who you can level with. Yeah. And then, like, people who you can't level with, you just give them the generic and then they yeah. take it how they want to. And even some of those people surprise me and they go, Of course. Hey, and motherfucker, it, what's and, up? I'm like, hey. and, and
0: sometimes it just kind of depends on your position. Like, some people can, aren't in a, a particular position to get away with being able to present themselves how they want to so they kind of get stuck uh going along with the company lines or you know having to read a script and stuff like that so and they you, really can't add their 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 own personality to this stuff so it kind of sometimes it just depends on like what level you're at in in, in the in a uh establishment
2: makes sense um yeah it makes sense i I just like to actually and the thing is when I level with people, those are some of my better experiences because I'm being me like I'm not bullshitting or anything. I'm being me and motherfuckers enjoy me, but I know I can't be me with everybody. I Ah, have to. ah. I
1: can't. I can't not be me. I can't not be me because if I'm not being me, then I think that's too hard for me. If I have to like um, change (laughs) myself and become something else for eight hours straight. I can't do that. Oh. I can't keep it up. It's just too exhausting. So I just, I just come across the way I come across, and uh, we'll just go from there. That's, you know, that's, it works. I don't, works. I
2: don't think I could be me for eight hours straight, and that's why, like, I, I partially work in the public. I work in the public for about an hour a day. Other than that, I'm, I'm sitting in the back or I'm sitting under something. Like, I'm not always in the public eye all day at work so i get what you're saying like for a whole shift i have to be hey what's up huh? oh hey oh, yeah. oh, no. like oh, I, can't, no, no. I can't i can't do that, do that. Yeah. i can't do that uh-uh. like, no. i understand that because i'll like i'll be either like in the back cussing like a sailor <laughs> yeah. listening to my vulgar music Stein. like i'll be doing something fucked up i got to i can't stay in that mode all day
1: no no, no way. and 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 I don't know if people think that's what assimilation is or not but it isn't for me for me um um for if I'm working four hour shift or eight hour shift or whatever um there's just no getting around it I I interact with people and they tell me about their lives and things going on and we just chit chat and maybe it's because most of my customers are female and I'm a woman and so maybe we connect on that level rather mm-hmm. than um Racial or ethnic or whatever, you know, just on a a level of being a mom and things like that, or being a wife, and um and so maybe maybe we connect on that level and that works. It works. Yeah, I can see so that. It well. Yeah, it works. Yeah, we just have a good time. I have a good. I think I have more fun than uh, any of my uh, coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I think I do. I make it. I do that on purpose.
2: I make I, it fun. Yeah, we were I talking know. about that. I um. When I know I'm going into something that I quote unquote won't like or because I don't think I like work like that. Mm
3: -hmm. I don't
2: I don't think I if I didn't work, I don't think I know what I would do with myself. Mm -hmm. But I don't love work like that. So when I go to work, I do things that make me happy while I'm there.
3: Right.
2: Whether it's like listen to a song I really like or just anything that I can do to make that day better. I try. Mm -hmm.
1: That's what I do. I try. I really do, and um, as I, you know, at the end of the day, um, I've generally had a pretty good experience um, every time, because I try to put myself into it as much as possible. Yeah. And and not walk around uh, like, dang, I don't want to be here, I could be at home, I could be chilling, so I just try to put myself into it as much as possible, yeah. and uh, generally it works out uh, pretty well. I think, like I said, I think I have more fun than anybody. Well, that's interesting. Uh, like,
0: be, like, I like this I like this segue into this topic because I was recently listening to this one podcast um mm-hmm. called On Being and they had this uh lady I want to say her name was uh something Langer like uh I can't remember her name like Edith Langer or something like that Ellen, I was gonna say Ellen Langer I'm, Ellen uh, Langer damn. was her name um, I was going to say was, I was going to say
2: Emily Langer just cuz that sound good
0: Yeah, her name was Ellen Langer. Uh, She was talking about uh, how people can change their minds about certain things that they're going through by just kind of like refocusing and and being more mindful of it. Like uh, a lot of people have jobs that they kind of hate and stuff like that, but they can do something about like how they feel about it by, you know, trying to be more mindful and in the moment and trying to like figure out how they can make it fun for themselves. And just like, that idea of reframing uh, a thing can really change how you feel about it.
1: I think it's um, one of the things when you walk through the door uh, at the beginning of your shift, I think that if you have a lot of resistance and a lot of apprehension Mm -hmm. and a lot of tension and a lot of, I hope this person don't say nothing to me today, and just a whole lot of negative things going on with you, I think that... um, if you don't find a way to handle that, deal with it, compartmentalize it, neutralize it, then it's going to color everything you do. Yeah. And I think that you become uptight and you if you have a public type of job like I do, then you don't interact well because you got all this other stuff going on in your head and I don't I don't think it serves you or your job well. And I don't I think you can't you can't do a really good job when you're harboring so many negative thoughts. But a mm-hmm.
2: thing a thing that I do, and I got this from another podcast, um, is I don't uh when I wake up, I don't look at anything that alters my mood. I don't look at text, I don't look at anything from work, I don't look at anything. I try to get myself in my mood before the day starts. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that so I'm set, and then when I go to work and it's some bullshit or it's some good shit, no matter what, I'm set. No matter where work takes me up, down, left, right, it doesn't matter because my day is set to where I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Or I'll or like I'll wake up. Usually my routine is like I'll flip over, grab my phone, um, like go through, watch some YouTube videos that make me laugh, or watch something, or Mm -hmm. do something that just kind of wakes me up comfortably. As opposed to waking up in a rush or waking up to some bullshit or waking up to something. So usually I don't. In the morning, people get pissed because I don't answer texts before eight thirty nine. Mm-hmm. I, I,
3: won't,
2: I won't answer your text until about ten, mm-hmm. unless it's like urgent. Nigga call me, then right, right. Try to, so. But I don't answer. I don't answer phone calls or texts before like eight or nine. I just don't do it. I don't like. I don't want you to set my day off.
1: And and I think that kind of all that goes back to are things happening to you or are you happening to things? Uh-huh. I, th- mm-hmm. I think when you um, when things are constantly happening to you and you're just taking it all in, then you don't have any power in the situation. Everything is impacting you. But when you take control, like you were saying in the morning, how you set your mood and everything, you're kind of taking control of your day, your emotions, your interactions you're in charge and so even if somebody comes to you with something that you're not cool with you still are coming at it from this level it's not a superior level but it's just a a cool place to be in it's like Mm -hmm. oh I'm really I'm I'm really sad I'm really sorry that that happened you know is there is there anything that I can do to help or you know what would you so you, you you don't immediately take in something that could potentially be seen as negative as a negative. If Mm -hmm. you're in this cool place, you know what I mean? I try to stay there all the time,
0: but (laughs) (laughs) what about you, Gregory? I do too, man. Like that's really like the best place to be in my opinion.
1: Mm -hmm. In a nice, cool, cool, mellow place.
2: I just, I just enjoy when, um, like, like, I enjoy that time to myself in the morning. Mm-hmm. Where i'm just doing whatever, and it uh, it and your thoughts become things, and it makes my days better like it it constantly does every day I go into work i 'm not going into work with like yesterday's problems or anything. I was going into work like whatever it right. is what it is mm-hmm. and i've seen myself like do better and go for more and do things differently and and just all around become a better person with that, even on off days. I still don't like do I, don't, I still set my days up even on like my off days I still set it up I do it a little different but and I'm not gonna wake up till like noon but you know I still set it up to where when I wake up I wake up to whatever I want to wake up to
0: yeah
1: and I think the the flip side is internalizing everything and people can make themselves even physically sick Uh, with with internalizing a lot of stuff, and she said this, and I'm gonna tell her this, and she don't tell me what to do, and I'm (laughs) sick of these people, and all this. You know, you can really work yourself up into a tizzy if you just trip off of every little thing.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears a little, please. Um, when it comes to people and problems, like when you when someone says this or someone says that, Mm -hmm. I tend to address those things head on like there's a in recent memory there's one thing that it was some stuff that was boiling over at my at my uh work mm-hmm. and somebody said something about this person and this person and my name got brought up so i was like wait so i went to the person that brought my name up and i was like do we have a problem mm-hmm. not like uh i'm gonna fight you or whatever but if we have a problem Let's Let's settle it. it. Let's address it right here, right now. I don't have shit to talk to you about, but if you have an issue with me, then we got an issue together. Mm -hmm. And I've I've found in life, that's the best way to handle everything. You can avoid so many issues if you just say, fuck all of the whatever's in the ether, whatever in the world, go straight to the source and say, hey, how you doing? What's going on?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm rather than run from it
2: run toward it yeah go straight into it that's i just i'm not i've never been afraid of much and i'm not a talker i've never been a talker (laughs) oh really (laughs) (laughs) i've never never been the person to just chit chat with you all day if we got an issue we got an issue if we don't then we don't and that's fine we good yeah
1: gregory What <laughs> what, what, is your, what, are, what are your issues as far as a conflict resolution? How do you handle people?
0: I really don't. Tr- I try to not get in conflicts at all for the most part. <laughs> like that's, that's
2: how you resolve a conflict. Don't have just Don't get in exactly, like there. That's, that's Stay the, under the
0: radar, man. That's the best way for that's That's always been my best way to handle those situations.
2: I'm too controversial <laughs> and too outspoken. <laughs> to not have conflict i understand that i'm i don't even say polarizing i don't think i'm that polarizing i may Mm be i may be seeing it from a different avenue or a different perspective but i've noticed in my life that people either completely fuck with me or don't Mm -hmm. and that's fine Mm -hmm. and i've i came to grips with that young that if you don't like me there's nothing wrong with me there's something wrong with you
3: okay yeah
2: (laughs) And with that, like, I, I understand that if we do have an issue, let's squash it. However you want to do it. If you want to talk, we can talk. If you want to fight, we can fight. But however you want to squash it, let's do it. I don't care. Or, if I lose, win, lose, draw, we're done with the issues, I don't care. But it's just I don't like things to not be done, to be not be over.
0: hanging out in the. Yeah,
2: I don't like yeah. that shit. I don't like it if it's just hanging out there and. It could be an issue. I don't know. Like, no, I like to just settle it.
1: And then I guess there are also times when um, there's a particular person that you just never, you can't see eye to eye and you just can't deal with them anymore. I have a situation like that, that there's just a person that I don't deal with, period. Not even good morning or anything. And it works out You really well.
2: You know. Um as long as both of you guys are on that page because <laughs> yes. I I've, I've been in i I've been in a situation where I was like all right you know what I'm going to be over here you be over there I'm good and they kept coming over to my side fucking with yeah. me and no, I was like you know, I look. can't
1: deal with that I was yeah. like look here <laughs> shut
2: I shut that down <laughs> I've already talked to you about <laughs> staying over there I'm going to stay over here I don't want to fuck with you I don't want to talk to you nothing and they kept coming to my side so that's when you have to take control of the situation and I, in a work environment, I would tell someone to like, go through all the proper channels because there's no, like, if you handle it yourself, it's only going to look bad on you. And I would just say, go through all the proper channels and make sure that everything is known and documented, record Mm -hmm. shit, record, record, record.
3: Right. Date, time, place.
2: Dates, times, all that shit. Mm -hmm. Because you never want to be caught up in a situation where you look bad and other person, they don't look, they don't look good, but they don't look as bad as you.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I just want to say this for the record. I think this navigating the workplace uh, difficulties is a good segment that we're doing right now because I think that this is an issue that comes up a lot for people. Uh And uh, for some people, it causes them to lose jobs or walk out on situations that they don't feel like they have the tools to handle it or to handle it in a decent way. A lot of times uh, what we come into the workplace with, or a set of tools that are more prepared to go off on you for the motherfucking streets, yeah, yeah or, yeah, or fight you or go to my trunk or whatever people do, you know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of times we come into a professional environment with a lot of um skills that only work in the streets, okay, and so I think that us even talking about this right now, you know, for somebody it might help them because um, what it does is we are doing is we are examining some situations that do occur and we're sharing some things that we've learned that help us because we're not perfect and and we're not – you know uh able to handle every single incident that occurs, but we've had some experience that we're sharing right now and 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 it is very good, I think, to address this particular because what it will do is it'll help other people examine themselves and their thoughts and their mood and their emotions when they get into stuff like this. One of the things I remember I used to tell you dowan. A long time ago, when you were starting working, is to already assume that something may happen before you walk in the door. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't walk in the door. Uh, without the thought, not not necessarily a negative thing, but be prepared, but also be you know upbeat like you always are, but be prepared at the same time so it don't cut you off guard, yeah, you know,
2: yeah, yeah, it's like, like yeah, because if I it catches
1: you off guard, you'd be like, What what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about, you know. You kind of be like, Wait a minute, I was cool for a minute, and then you came up here with this mess, so what's up, you know?
2: <laughs> I just, I like that you told me that because I am, um, I, I can snap quickly I, I always say i have um i have a short fuse but it's hard to light like okay. i have a, it's, i have a very short fuse when you piss me off but you have like it's difficult to piss me off like that
1: it just stays damp yeah okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's
2: short for a reason because it's difficult to light but once
1: you get it i yeah, off. but that's not good. That's but Gregory, I think your fuse is pretty long. Cause... Yeah,
0: it's always been long. Like that's that's I I always say it's like it takes so long to get me to a point to where I'm like trying to
1: fight. Okay, not necessarily fight, but like go off or something. Or what what yeah, does like, so... make you go off for nothing? Too much does it? Not really? Nah,
0: I mean like I don't and and I don't really know what that means. Like a lot of times people say it means like uh the people who, who take the longest to get to that position like are way more explosive once they get to that position. <laughs> it's just like they don't really like do it often enough to normalize it. So like it always goes above and beyond. So like I don't even like to entertain getting mad because I don't really know how mad I would really get, you know?
1: Well maybe you gotta just let a little bit of nah. a little bit of it out every once in a while. Yeah
2: let y'all let that tea yeah let that tea kettle go pee.
1: No, it's <laughs> <Nah, man. laughs> a little bit of it's a little bit. I'm no, because like
0: the the problem is like I don't know how much a little bit would actually be. Like I don't so, know. It's it's, it's too, I tight. Was, it. too tight. The bottles been too tight.
2: Oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> like you shook up a pop like you shook up a pop bottle and then motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's that's yeah.
0: it.
2: Man. I I I would like to say that like it's a weird thing, but I like getting pissed off. Like I like it. I like being I've never, angry, yeah. I've never
0: really been the one to enjoy it. Like, I don't, that's why I don't do it at all.
2: I enjoy it because after it, I feel like, I feel so vindicated. I just feel like, ha. Ah. Oh,
1: thank goodness. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I have a personality like that. Like, I'll tell you, it's like this 95, maybe 90, 90% of the time, I'm cool.
2: 85.
1: Shut up.
2: <laughs> 85, not actually 80.
1: Let's do 87 and a half.
2: Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, 87
1: and a half percent of the time I'm cool. And then the time when I'm not cool, I feel like I have liberty to be mad like in, the- in, a, in certain little segments, but they're little bursts. I get it out and then I'm fine.
2: Yeah, I don't hold on to anger. That's something that I, I don't
1: either. I don't I let hold, it go. I
2: don't hold grudges and I don't hold on to anger. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I just don't hold grudges well because I don't remember what I'm mad at. And once I forget what I'm mad at, then I don't give a fuck. Yeah,
1: it's not, worth, yeah, it's not uh, worth holding on to. But, I don't hold grudges, But but I think that there are certain situations that I just don't deal with or certain people. I'll be more specific. I think that there are certain people that I just don't deal with at a certain point
2: yeah yeah because
1: i think it's best
2: i see i I fall into like a loyalty complex of i when when you're on my side and you and we're good we're good like we're in we're 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 in some other level but if you wrong me in any way then we're not gonna like it's done i don't care so and i don't really bring people back out of the slums like I, I, I always think of it as I start everybody off at zero If I meet you, hey, how are you doing? I meet you, we're at zero You Wherever this goes is up to you We can go in the negatives, we can go in the positives But wherever this goes is up to you And if we're on the positive side We're fine, whatever, whatever If you need something, I got you Um, I'm very um, I'm loyal to a point of It could be naive And I could be used by people but I only get used by people who, I don't care if you use me, um, just don't use me in the wrong way. Just, if you need me and you really need me, then I don't care. You need me to move a couch, that's not using me. I understand. You're utilizing my physicality. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other side, if we're in the negatives, fuck you. Like, I don't care. I don't give a shit what's going on in your life. I don't care how hard it is. Fuck you. I don't care. You mean nothing. If you're in the negatives, I don't care. It's not even. It's not even like malicious or I'm mad at you. Like constantly, I'm not angry with you. I just don't give a shit about you.
1: Mm-hmm. Gregory, what about you?
0: I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh,
1: do you cut people off, or do you just kind of keep everybody around because everybody's cool with
2: you? Or mind? or do you let people fade out?
0: I
1: don't really never I never really have a chance to. Yeah, I guess
0: if if anything, it's probably more of a fade, fade out. out. Yeah, because like Fade I, don't, to black. <laughs> I don't ever like have such a a mm-hmm. strong like emotional reaction to people like that. So it's never like cutting people off and stuff like that. It's just like after a while people outgrow their I guess value or mm-hmm. or or um usefulness to you. Or you just kind of like move on, and and there is no specific reason for it. It just you know, it's just how things happen. You just kind of drift apart.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I then so, they get, then they try to message you on Facebook and say, "Hey, Gregory, what's up? What you that's up to?" Oh I Lord, have
2: please do not
1: do not try to contact me after so long i don't want to talk to you (laughs) so so
2: i agree with the fade out because there's a lot of people who have just faded out and i'm fine with but there's certain people um and i'm going back to the plus minus system that if we're on really good terms and then hmm, what you say When
1: when you fade out
2: no well they can't fade out uh-huh. What I mean by that is, there is only one way to fall off this mountain. You have to be cut off. Mm-hmm. So there's certain people in my life that, if we were to if we were to not speak, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be a final look. I don't know like what's going on, but fuck you. I'm tired. I'm done. Out of here.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You can't like there's certain levels that you can't fade out from, and you have to be told, or we have to have a altercation or conversation about. This is done
1: This is the end Yeah Official I don't do that I don't think I I, I do that either I I just fade away Like yeah fade
2: Yeah, Like I said I like a I like a resolution Mm. And a fade out And a resolution to me Because they can Come back and contact you A fade out is like They usually don't I they usually, they usually don't. don't but they can. I don't people like people
1: get the drift, don't
0: they? I don't
2: like yeah. I don't like a door being open. I don't like even if it's a cracked open door. I don't like a door being open. I like resolution. I like this is done.
1: Open or closed. Yeah. <laughs> that
2: is. Like I just it makes me comfortable with everything. If there if everything is resolved. Just like just like earlier in the situation of I go up to people and say, "Hey, what's going on? Do we have an issue? Whatever, whatever." Because I don't like things to be floating around, half baked, half cooked. I like to be done. finite, it's done, I don't care. It's mm-hmm.
1: either raw or cooked. Yes, but not in between because you'll yeah. get salmonella. Right,
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of like that one. I'm glad that you have that uh, way about yourself. I, I know it works mm-hmm. out for you. <laughs> it,
2: it does. Like I said, I, I don't. I like. Um, I like. I like how I uh, approach things. and I like how I do things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the right way and I never really will, but I feel like it works for me and that's it. I don't ever tell people to try to do what I do. Even if I have kids, I don't want them to be mm-hmm. s- as callous as I am. Cause certain, at certain times I, I know I'm being cold hearted and I know I'm being very callous, but I can't change that because I can't, I can't go inside myself and be like, I think this was actually rude because I don't feel that way, actually. Like, I can't tell myself that something is cold-hearted when I know that this is how I feel.
4: hmm mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you...
0: but, like, it, it, would, it would just kind of take you having to uh, redefine what that those things mean, basically.
2: Makes sense. I just feel like it's a contradiction of me. Mm-hmm. And I, and I know that we change and we evolve all the time. And mm-hmm. I love, like, I love when I change. And I love when I grow and I learn something new. And I know when I'm wrong, I when I apologize, it's, it's always sincere. And it's mm-hmm. always, like, to the point because if I do have to apologize, that means I really did fuck up. Mm-hmm. And with that, it always is, it's always sincere. I don't apologize unless I feel like I fucked up. Because if I don't feel like I fucked up, then the apology isn't real. And with that, I try to always, like, stay on the side of, I'm trying to be real with myself and be honest with myself on how I feel right now. And if right now I feel like I need to cut this person off and this is it, I have to do that.
0: Yeah, I feel that.
1: I I have a, something um, that when you said, when you mentioned something about your children, mm-hmm. your children in the future or whatever. Um, I don't oh, know who you I was know? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, let's see. You were saying something about your children. And, uh, one of the things I grapple with all the time is, um, I was having a conversation with someone about another person who kind of set the stage for their children as far as, um, It was really interesting conversation. It had to do with a lot of warnings and things that this person had given to their children. And I was like, I don't think I did that. And I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I I just, in a lot of ways, I think I, in a lot of ways, I think I just kind of turns you over to the world I didn't say watch out for this because if this happened then that might happen yeah. I just kind of left it open and then sometimes it's like did I give them enough or did I not give them enough or um. like
0: that, that kind of reminds me of something that I have like I was listening to Um, I think it was an episode of This American Life where they was talking about how to uh, talk to kids about difficult subjects and ideas Um, mm-hmm. and while I was w- listening to it I was like I don't really recall if we ever had to, like, have the, like, sex talk or, like, the talk about how to learn that you a black person in the world or and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we or, didn't like, even
1: do that. Yeah, I but I, like, when I was listening to
0: it, I was like, I don't really, re- I don't think we did anything so, like, yeah. grandiose as, like, try to figure out the thing. Like, I, I feel like it was kind of uh, learned through osmosis a lot of times you- or... Or, uh...
2: You know what it was, you know what it was. Mm-hmm. I feel like um when it comes all right, I can go to our blackness when it comes to our blackness. Mm-hmm. we were just taught um kind of just like just self empowerment, not necessarily mm-hmm. self empowerment because you're black, but just love yourself for yourself and being black is a part of yourself mm-hmm. so we were just empowered through that um when it comes to like did we have a sit down talk about everything? No, um, we had certain gyms. I remember one gym that mom told me, and this actually saved my life a couple times, um, about, about having sex is that you don't have sex with people who you can't see for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter about how you feel about them or anything. If you can't physically see that person for the rest of your life, don't lay down with them because there's, no, there's a chance that you will see this person for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And that may, and that always stuck in my mind. Like, could I see this person? Like, I don't have to be with them, but could I see them? No, nah, I can't. So I couldn't do it.
1: Mm-hmm. And that was
2: always a gym, and that's the gym I'm gonna get my kids. But, um,
1: like I, this is one of the one of the. It's a two pronged uh, kind of a discussion question. One of it is one part of it is I never told you guys, and we've talked about this before. I have never told you guys. Who I looked up to or yeah. who to look up to
4: yeah.
1: or who to admire or and then I never gave you guys a lot of warnings about don't do this because this might happen and well, like just what you said, I did that warning. But like um a lot of preconceived notions. That, I didn't try to put a lot of preconceived notions in your head about people. But that wasn't was that people.
2: wasn't a that wasn't not that wasn't a like warning of like don't do this because this could happen. That was just common sense that no one thinks about.
1: Yeah,
2: Like it wasn't really like a warning of like an A to B warning. It was just a common thing that you should be thinking about, but you wouldn't in that particular situation.
1: Or, or prohibitions, like, or a like, lot of don'ts, like don't do this and don't do that and don't talk to this person because the, they might do this and all the, that. I didn't do that. The
2: fun part about my adulthood is learning the things that, were supposed to be told to me i guess uh-huh. because the thing about that is like my adulthood everything that i'm learning now like the the hard lessons they feel like they stick a lot harder because it's my money it's my time it's mm-hmm. my this is my that like retagging my car oh mm-hmm. that shit was yeah. a chore that mm-hmm. shit was a fucking it was a quest line to go from here to here to there to there to here to here to back there then call that person then call this person and learning that lesson the hard way it makes it to where it's stuck i know how to do it now i know how to do it every time i can teach you how to do it like it's stuck if you had to hold my hand through that i don't think it would have stuck as as well so
1: And, and so then in a lot of ways i often wonder um about my role or my, um, guidance in, in whatever way I was able to offer guidance, like, was it enough or, you know, because I left out a lot of stuff. I didn't try to fill your head with a lot of things. And I kind of left you guys to your own to figure things out in a lot of ways.
2: Um, the only gauge that we can go off of is we are all alive, so that's
1: okay. <laughs> So that's a positive. That's a yeah. Point. yeah,
2: yeah, we are all alive, so that's enough, I guess.
1: What do you think? What do you say, Gregory?
0: Well, like I'm thinking about it in the terms of kind of like what the what the um, the show that I was listening to was saying, and mm-hmm. like I think uh, there could have been in a lot of ways, like. a uh, of um, where I'm looking for a, a better way to approach certain things when talking to kids. Like, I think a lot of people feel like kids can't handle the um, truth, yeah, or like they, they won't be able to process certain ideas and topics or that are really complex. But I think, like, you just kind of be able to speak frankly to them because. They they they'd be able to understand it. They're people
2: too. They're kids, but they're people too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like. Do you feel
1: like? Well, I guess that's a heavy question. Go. Did I did I um, leave things out? I did. Well, well, the things that I left out, I think, were a lot of opinions about. Yeah, which is
0: like I think that's the best way to do it because like I like what I was trying to say is basically like I think you did kind of. Uh approach things in a way that made us curious and was able to answer questions about things that uh, were pretty straightforward and not like babying or sugarcoating anything. Cause like I always try to think about, it it's like, I never really was like, I think you, you guys usually tried to make us more imaginative and look at things logically also. So mm-hmm. we kind of were able to figure a lot of things out without getting uh the wrong ideas the wrong impressions about it
1: or instructions yeah this is how you do this the thing thing that i liked about our childhood
2: is that we got to fail like we got like it wasn't um it wasn't that we did or didn't uh win or lose or whatever but we got to fail and we got to see how that felt and we got to live in it and we got to deal with the the emotions that come with it. So if I were to have to go through a hardship in my adult life, it makes it easier to deal with. I love that we get to like I don't like I don't like this new childhood of everyone wins a medal because they don't get to fail. They don't get to see that hardship. If you all win, then no one lost, and if no one lost, then no one saw the bad side. Like I Every time that I have failed or fucked up in life, I've learned so much more. It made it drove it drove me to be better. And every time I won, I don't look at, I don't review the tapes of when I win. I review I review the tapes of when I lost. I try to review and go back and say, what did I do wrong? What I, I need to get better. Da 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 da. So I liked in our lives that we got to fail, like we got to mess up.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, one of the things that I would just throw out there is that as a parent. You really, before you become a parent, you really need to get in touch with whatever uh, you dealt with or whatever is still hanging around. Because if you're not in touch with that, then you'll try to fix it in your children. Mm -hmm. You if, if you didn't get enough cupcakes and you'll be baking cakes every week you know if you didn't get enough this then you'll be trying to overcompensate in some way um if you had it hard then you try to make sure that they have it easy um so 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 figure figure out all of your issues in yourself and then when you have your children just try to make it a somewhat of a clean slate, without loading them down with a lot of things that are carryovers from your own childhood and your own life.
2: And your own you bullshit, know? yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: nobody, you know, it's it's almost unfair to hang all that on a kid because you don't know how they're going to turn out. Then, yeah. you know, if you if you try to rescue them too much, then they just might turn out too dependent or something. Or if you um, say, "Well, I was, I was," uh, you know, over cradled or over uh my parents are very very strict so i'm just gonna let them just do whatever they want to do you know mm-hmm. it has to be a balance you just have to find a balance somewhere right
2: on a side note and you don't have to answer this greg do you want to have kids
1: uh yeah i guess so
0: yeah sure
2: okay mm-hmm. i never knew that like i never known that um I've always in my life one of my goals is to be a father, like Mm -hmm. to be like not a dad, not just that nigga, but like to really be a fucking father. So it's it's always been a goal of mine. Um, I never knew that about you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's like for I I I would assume it's a goal of a lot of people.
2: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
1: I always wanted to have kids, Mm -hmm. even when I was a kid, because I like kids. (laughs) (laughs) I always liked I liked kids when I was a kid. And, um, so I've been rehearsing for a long time. I don't know. My kids really?
0: Heck, not really.
1: What about kids now? Like when you're out and you see kids and stuff, you're like, oh God, what yeah.
2: are you? See, I work in the public. So like they all bad, um,
1: <laughs> but that saying.
2: doesn't, but that doesn't sway my judgment on my kids.
1: What about you, Gregory? How do you deal with kids now? I don't
0: for a lot, a lot of ways. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really come in contact with them for the most part, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just kind of weird.
2: I still love them. I'm still a cool ass uncle. Like I'm, I'm everybody's uncle, so I'm really cool. I enjoy. Um, I enjoy. I, I was gonna say smart kids, <laughs> but that implies that they're dumb kids. Um, they're
1: there's no, <laughs> have- oh, no. Oh, gosh. No. But no, like
2: I enjoy kids who are inquisitive and who are trying to learn and who are just like really, really like open and cool. Like there's um there's two kids who came into mind who um they love Pokemon and they come to my store and they shop all the time and they love Pokemon. And one time I had time after work and I battled them and from then on they called me a gym leader. And it's just really, like it's just really cool to have that experience with some kids who I don't really know but they're just um they're very inquisitive and they're very smart and they want to learn this thing that I know all about. So of course I'll drop gems on them just, you know, help them out. That's or,
1: cool. That's funny. So that is I'll, really funny. And
2: I love having experiences like that with kids because you don't know what that's going to do for them. Mm-hmm. That you is true. never know what that little shit right there is going to do mm-hmm. for them. So anytime I can empower a young child um, to just enjoy something and enjoy it with all their heart. I love doing that shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Because the silliest and the silliest things um make made me into who I am. The littlest silliest things that when I was growing up, I didn't even think I didn't have a second thought about, it made me into who I am.
1: So, is adulthood everything that you thought it would be? <sighs>
2: Greg, you can go first. You were here first.
0: I don't really... I never really had any thoughts about it, to be honest. Like, I didn't really um, come into it with any preconceived ideas. Because, like, honestly, I think a lot of it had to do with me being the oldest. So, I didn't really... How how
1: did that play into it?
0: I don't know if I had a whole lot to go off of or have a whole lot of ideas of what it was supposed to be to transition from. That to that I don't mm-hmm. know like I I think I came into it with a little less understanding of what it's supposed to be
2: do you think that you're done transitioning into no, adulthood no,
1: okay you're still done. in the process yeah
2: um, I, I might be in the process yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> I don't think you're not I don't think I was gonna say like i don't I'm not asking that question like are you done growing or are you done changing? no one's okay. done, no one's done growing and changing right what I meant by that is like i I feel like I'm a full fledged ass adult i think I think that I've hit it um there's a couple more things I gotta do, but I think I hit it um was adulthood everything I wanted it to be or was was that the original question? Yeah
1: uh, like, did you have any thoughts about being an adult when you were a teenager that you like, now yeah, I'm an adult, I can do what I want to do. You know, what what was for that was your vision of adult? For, for,
2: like? for that first like week of like <laughs> having my own place and like my first like two checks from mm-hmm. from work. Because mm-hmm. the first check is always shit. They always give you that uh orientation money and that's yeah, not that little, but the first yeah. week of like work and I got a check. Mm-hmm. And like I was on, we were at, my, I was at my own place, and all this mm-hmm. other shit. That week, I was like, "Now I'm an adult. Let's go buy shit."
3: Yeah, <laughs> that was
2: for that first week. I had like all these am, uh, uh, ambitions and things. But after that, and I got broke, and I was like, "Oh, you have you gotta to pay these." Bills. You know, yeah, like. You <laughs> You have to pay these bills. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, After that, that's when I kind of settled into it as, okay, I understand what it really takes to really get in here and do this. And I'm, I'm not done. I'm always going to grow. I'm always going to learn more. Um, I, the thing that I do know is I need, like I'm learning the separations of not only being an adult, but being a good boyfriend. And then, transitioning that into being a good husband and then Mm -hmm. being a good father you have to do all of those things separate Mm -hmm. something that i did Mm -hmm. like that it took a second to learn but you have to do all those things separate at the same time and that's 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 the difficulty about being an adult thank
1: you um you said separate at the same time. I think you just. I think you just have to settle into yourself and just be a good person all the way around, if you can, well, well, what, to everybody in, in every way that you possibly can. What I
2: mean by, I don't mean you have to put on different hats to do all these things, uh-huh. but you just have to consciously. I feel like if you want a marriage to work, you have to consciously be a good husband. You can't just be
1: there. Um. I think uh you have to in a lot of ways you have to let go a lot of the notions that you have about marriage and what a good husband or a good father or a good anything is and just uh relax you know <laughs> you know what I mean well, like yeah. like don't put don't I, put so many uh expectations that are external to you on yourself uh and, and and make sure that you're motivated from within to do these things like let me do this because that's what a good father does let me do that because that's what like it's like um you, you you can't let society dictate to you how you're going to run every aspect of your house and your marriage and your family uh because a lot of things um may not be done it well, may not be done in a certain way, you know, the way society says it has to be
2: done. Well, I didn't mean it in that particular way, but I understand it. Mm-hmm. What I was saying was that you told me this a long time ago. You can't let things happen to you. You, mm-hmm. have, to, you have to make them happen. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people go into their responsibilities as a parent or a spouse, as in those are those things just happen. Right, Like you don't have to work on those things They just happen because I Because I am a father I am a good father kind of thing Or because I am a husband I am a good husband But I think that you have to work on those things You can't just be it
1: You have to okay Okay, I see what you're saying. Uh consciously t- consciously try to be a a good parent. Yeah, if be possible.
2: It's not like you can be a parent. No one's saying that I mean everybody like well everybody like, with
1: kids is a parent. Yeah, everybody
2: yeah. with kids is a parent, but it's not the same you have to consciously think about what am I putting into my kids? What is like what are we what are where are we going? How are they getting educated? Like I really feel like you have to take all these things into more consideration than people do.
1: Mm-hmm. Instead of just haphazardly letting things happen around them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, like I said, uh, relax and, and go with the flow. Too. yeah,
2: I think it's uh, supposed to...
1: because it's not going to be cookie cutter. I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's supposed not going to go by the book. You know, whatever the book is, it's just going to be what comes from your heart.
2: Yeah. Like I, said, you know. I think it's supposed to be fun like that's something oh, that people, it's supposed to be a lot of fun. yeah we that's that's something fun. that people Hopefully get really we have fun. <laughs> no that's that's something people get really twisted about like i know too many people who are in relationships to be in a relationship not because they're having fun or not because they enjoy it but for the sake of being in a relationship and i'm like we'd be kicking it like, oh, yeah. at the, like at the end of the day so my best friend i love her but we'd be kicking it we'll just be chitting uh chit chatting playing games like we kick it beyond all the other shit like beyond all of whatever and people want to have instagram photos and all that shit Mm -hmm. we actually kick it we actually are friends Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and have fun i think that's very important it's much more important than anything else i think you you have to have fun you have to enjoy each other's company um you have to be interested in some of the same things you know um I think that just, that's kind of the glue that keeps it all going, you know. Uh, I don't, I would, you know, I just feel badly, I think, for people who put themselves in a certain position because they think this is the time that I need to be doing this, or this is the type of person that people say is a good catch, you know what I'm saying? I think all those notions uh, sometimes doesn't turn out so good. And uh, sometimes they can. I think there's a small po- probability that things like that can turn out well. But I think that if you're just looking at a person on paper and said, "Oh, this is a good catch," yeah, yeah, and then what that is what may, that may that? not be a good catch?
2: No, what is that um, Turner phrase? Where does that Turner phrase come from? A good catch.
1: A good catch, like catching fish. Or oh, something?
2: catching fish. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Probably- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's 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 somebody who looks good on paper, and they have all these qualities that are um, celebrated in our society. You but, know. Okay.
2: If I were to put myself on paper, I would put the best <laughs> on paper. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I wouldn't put in like my parents were divorced when I was very young, and I have scars from that. I have I scars from that. Right. I put <laughs> <it on laughs> paper. I'm just saying. So I I like I get that, but I don't know. That's just. That's a whole nother thing. I don't believe in like. Online What's on behavior. the paper? Yeah, I don't people's believe in papers people's <laughs> papers. No, it's got to be organic to me. It's got to be just like, mm-hmm. it's uh, when it, when it comes to relationships and like finding people, I'm about energy. You got to make me feel yeah, that's true. And mm-hmm. you just like, I got to be around you. And I'm like, I cannot not look at this person. That's when I know I need to like talk to you or something. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. I do. I, I used to have this test I used to do in, uh, it's stupid and archaic, and I'm kind of mad that I'm about to say this. Um, I would, if wherever I'm at, if I'm in the same area as a female who I'm interested in, mm-hmm. I look at her once, walk away, act like she didn't exist, do it again, walk away, act like she didn't exist, and then the third time I go speak to her. And the reason why I would do that is if each time was a yes, then all right, we got something going. But if I, I could look at her and go, nah, then no, nah, I'm not going to talk to her. But like, ah, I used yeah. to do that every time to give myself like a grace period because things ain't always what they seem. So I like to give it like a, a look. Eh, okay. Look again. Eh, okay. And then if I had a third guess <laughs> then I then go speak to her.
1: Word. That's interesting. That's interesting. It's interesting to hear it from the uh, perspective of the man that, uh, that, that, as opposed to the woman, since I'm a woman. I don't I don't know if uh which is the fun part about doing this show, the fun part is that you guys are guys and I'm not. Mm-hmm. And from you guys' perspective, it's um it's it's interesting to hear because I don't know if women are aware of what's going on around us when we're walking around, et cetera. <clears throat> like you were um like you and I were talking one time to about when a man walks in a room full of women, he can size everybody up really quickly. Yeah. And I was saying, I don't think that women do that generally.
0: Hmm. Or not
1: in the same way at all. Not in the same way, no.
2: I I mean, I'm just, I think men, we go into a room and we size up all of the women that we would sleep with. Not that Mm -hmm. we're going to, but that we would.
1: So it's like her, 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 and her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would
2: give a thumbs up or a thumbs down to whomever. And it's kind of fucked up now that I think about it. But like, Growing like if I were to go out with my friends and I would go out and I see like a group of girls and it was five of them. Let's say like I go one, two, and three, uh, four, and five. If I have to, (laughs) Mm -hmm. if I got to, then four and five, I guess. But um, I was I had a good point about um, damn it. Oh wait, wait. Actually, what's more fun than that is shutting women down. When you use that I got a girlfriend card, that is so much fun.
1: <laughs> but you broke their heart a little bit. But hey, that's it. Sorry. That's, it is
2: what it is. Shutting like shutting women down now is so much more fun than trying to pick figure out who I'm trying to get with.
1: Mm-hmm. Cause you yeah, you're not in that field anymore. Nope. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's cool, trying to figure out all that right now. But yeah, um, women. Yeah, we have a we come from we come to the situation from a different perspective. And I don't think that women go in a room full of guys and say, "Yeah, no, yeah, no." I think uh, that women. I think we tend to be more open and receptive, uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. To a larger variety of men than um, maybe guys are with women. It's like, like, like a certain woman could walk up to you or something. You'd be like, you do not have a chance at all. You
2: know? No, I think, no, I think you're being naive with that. I think, women, I know. I think women will do that to a man. The thing about men's beauty and the thing about women's beauty is women's beauty is so much more aesthetic than men's are. Mm-hmm. And a man's, I was going to say man's beauty, but like a man's attractiveness mm-hmm. is more based on a lot of other things. Because it could be based on finances It could be based on how he speaks mm-hmm. um, A lot of women are attracted to smells mm-hmm. Physiques Flowers. Yeah yeah. I mean like so Men's A woman's um, attractiveness Is a lot of aesthetic And I hate to say that And that's kind of fucked up mm-hmm. But it's a lot of aesthetic How fat is that ass What about them titties yo What you trying to show So like and then when it comes to a man's aesthetic, it doesn't matter. I mean, attractiveness it doesn't matter as much.
1: Not I've seen as some, much.
2: Yeah, because I've seen some bad chicks with some man dudes, yeah. and um, and it doesn't. And I'm not saying that the dudes are like ugly in the sense of like they couldn't get nobody, but you can tell who's more attractive in the relationship.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But because he has a certain way about him, and I'm not, I'm not hating on him. I think that's great. He has a certain way about him that can pull any woman he wants.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's more of a personality thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, with me and women yeah. are drawn to d- women convers- are drawn to men and with certain types of personalities. I'm
2: conversational. That's the way that I've gotten any woman in my life. I'm very conversational. I can talk to you all. up. I can talk to you all day up and down. Mm-hmm. And um, and it makes it disarms me in a way. Like I'm, it makes me not seem like I'm trying to get get at you when I am, because I'm so conversational that like women aren't really used to a man coming up and asking about your mama (laughs) now.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) Some some random strangers asking you about your parents? Yeah, yeah,
2: that's
0: that's crazy.
2: How your (laughs) mom been doing? And and I'm very witty and sarcastic, and people in general don't understand sarcasm these days. I don't get it, but like people don't understand sarcasm. So if I say something that's kind of witty, sarcastic, they'll look at me crazy. And they go, ah, fuck with you. And they go, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? I'm afraid.
1: <laughs> so that makes you, so that makes you a little bit more interesting. Yeah, they, have, they become curious. Yeah,
2: I, I have a lot of conversational ways to disarm people and to make, like, because every day everyone's on guard. No matter what you're doing, you're on guard, trying to, you know, defend against everybody. But mm-hmm. I, I'm very like charismatic and funny, so I just kind of like disarm you. Like, ah, all right, now, now that you're laughing. What's happening? What's going on? Hmm.
1: And it works. Oh, it works. Yeah, it works. Especially when you work in the public. Yeah, it definitely works. Definitely. Yeah. 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 So we're okay, going to yeah. wrap it up?
0: Yeah, I think uh, we're pr- pretty close to the two-hour mark right now. I don't know if you guys wanted to wrap it up and have any final words or anything like that.
2: Um, If you had a job and some people are fucking with you, don't fight them. Call them <laughs> And to all my not so beautiful men out there, just get witty and talk to these hoes because you know. <laughs> That's all my wrap up.
1: Um, let me see. What's my wrap up? Um, my wrap up uh, advice to uh, parents is um, don't load your kids down with a lot of uh, your opinions about a lot of things. Give them opportunity to develop their own. And um. What else? Oh, on jobs, uh, relax, go with the flow. If it feels like it's just too much, um, find something else and uh, work. See how that works out. Word up, and yo, like that.
0: What you just said is something that I do want to talk about at, uh, on a later date. The, um, mm-hmm. That idea of like not loading kids up with a whole lot of uh, things that uh, they don't come to themselves is something mm-hmm. that I've been wanting to talk to talk about. At length, at some point, but yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, I think we could do that on on another uh another episode.
2: Hell's yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but
0: yeah. Uh, so guys, so thank you for tuning into the podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at the thing about it. Um, uh, you can follow me at Greg at Greg Enemy. Uh, you can follow my mom. Mom, plug guitar. At uh, I'm on
1: Twitter at Don, at Jackson Donna J A X N D O N A
2: and follow, follow the thing about it is cause you know D-Hen's still off the grid I don't play that shit
0: <laughs> yeah oh and you know be sure to hit us up on our email at ttaipodcast at gmail.com for any questions or wanting to you know, join into the conversation uh, we hope you guys enjoy the show um, we're still trying to figure out how to upload to iTunes at the moment but you can always watch us uh, listen to uh, episodes via our SoundCloud
1: page.
0: Um and yeah man, thanks for tuning into the t- Thing About It. I hope you guys come back later.
2: Holla. Thank you. you. Bye bye.